Welcome to the Yarn Barn. G'day, Chris. It's uh, it's awesome to have you here inside of the Yarn Barn. Uh, it's it's been. An awesome, uh, I suppose, an awesome experience for me. I was just sort of touching a little bit on it, uh, just as we were talking before hitting record. Is just, you know, the awesome experience just being able to have these conversations with with other dads and uh, and men, just in this in this space of being able to provide something that maybe will help someone who's listening. And uh, and I'm really excited to have this conversation because mm-hmm. I think that uh, you know, based off of some of the things that I've I've learned from you via uh, you know the social media forum, uh, I think there's there's going to be a lot of good sort of takeaways and and little nuggets of wisdom from you that we'll be able to share to the guys uh, in our community and the guys that listen to this. So um, thank you for for jumping on board and having a a yarn with me inside inside of our virtual yarn barn. And uh, and I think just to just to start off, it'd be awesome if you could just, you know, give us a bit of an introduction as to as to who you are, where you are and, and, and what you do. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Liam, for inviting me to be here, man. And um, I really admire the work that you're doing and in, in the just creating community for dads. And I think it's so important that um, that we all feel supported as fathers um, because, yeah, it, it, I think there's a lot of men out there who are fathers and who don't own that role as much as they should. Uh, and because of that, there's there's it's kind of a um, an interesting demographic that uh, that gets ignored um, the the dad role. It's either romanticized or, or avoided. It seems, and uh, and I really like that you, you seem to keep it really real, and that's what I'm all about as well. So, um, my name is Christopher David, and I am currently living in uh, just north of Melbourne in Victoria. Um, I recently moved here down from Mackay, uh, where we've been through the um, COVID washing machine um, for the last few years. And um, prior to that, I was living in northern New South Wales, where I met my wife. And um, prior to that, I was um, spent my whole life in the United States. So I'm a um, migrant. I guess it's immigrant uh, um, as of 2016 and haven't, haven't been back there to the States, but it's definitely, um, you know, been a really, I, I think that's a big part of who I am. Um, not that I'm, you know, wearing the flag on my chest or anything, but I, I feel like that experience that I've had of living in that interesting country um has has helped shape me and my values uh and you know gave me the inspiration to leave and explore the world and um because of that i've accumulated a a, a sort of a wide set of knowledge and experiences that i I like to share with people through um, workshops and coaching and you know, I was just thinking about it this morning as I was brushing my teeth, what we might end up talking about. And, you know, I, I really kind of refrain from calling myself a coach. Uh, it's not a word that I, I really like all that much. But um, ever since I can remember, I've you know, people have come to me for advice, like even from a young age. I remember spending hours on the phone um 
kind of giving girls who weren't my girlfriends or I had no interest in, but like literally hours every single day, kind of giving them advice and, and just holding space for them. And it's something that I really like to do is just to not tell people what to do, um, but, but to, to empower them, um, with their own wisdom, with their own, um, inner guidance. And, and it's just, it brings me joy. And that's, that's what I spend a lot of my time doing, whether it be through, through yoga, breath work, um, ice baths, ecstatic dance, nature connection, uh, a whole range of sort of activities that some people might hear that, oh, this guy's a weirdo, let's turn this off now. But I, I guess I'd really like to chat about today, you know, how I believe these, how relevant these practices are um, and how it doesn't have to be just for the um, the hippie woo-woo crystal wearing individual. I 100% uh, agree with you on a whole range of the fronts that you mentioned there as far as, you know, being able to um, to to connect with a whole bunch of different things that are outside of ourselves but also um, and we talk about this inside. So if you're still listening, if you haven't switched off like three seconds ago from when Chris was talking about that, um, you know, stick with us because this is like this is stuff that's not just external to us. This is, and we talk about this a bit. And you know, I talk about uh, I talk about some of this connection inside the yarn barn from time to time. Is 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 um, yes, there's external things that we can do, but it all has something to do with our inner self as well. So there's this there's a, there's a combination of things that you know. Uh, and there's one one question that I want to raise just quickly um, at the end of this is just go. You know, like we've got inner stuff that we can do and support ourselves, um, a range of different things, which I know we'll touch on. But there's also that external stuff and that physical environment uh, stuff that we can that we can work on as well. But it all has to be somewhat connected, and we all have to and we have to appreciate that these we can't ignore both of these elements of of our life, right? So one of the, one of the questions before we dive deep into that, because I know we we can. Um, one of the questions that come from what uh, you mentioned just before was, um, you know, that a lot of us don't own the role of being a dad. So, mm. can you explain a little bit more about that and how that how that sort of plays out in in your day? Yeah. <clears throat> well, Liam, you know. I guess the reason I can see that is because it, it, it must be partially true for me somewhere. Mm. And, and so before, you know, it, it, it comes off as a judgment of others, I, I want to just pause and reflect, you know, for myself where I'm not doing that. Um, because uh, I wouldn't have said it otherwise, you know, mm. if, if I, if I see that in others, it's because it's, it's something that's true for me. Um, and, and I think it is, Partially because when we really allow ourselves to be present to the energy of children, it can be fucking overwhelming and confronting to our ego, which has been at the center of the, the spotlight since day dot. You know, and many of us might not have had ideal role models for what it means to you know, step outside of your own needs and desires and serve another being. Um, and that's not necessarily our father's fault or our mother's fault or our teacher's fault. It's society as a whole that really seems to 
encourage this, you know, self-centered way of living. And uh, I think particularly for men who haven't been um, offered the space, uh, the guidance to connect with tricky emotions, um, that it, it becomes it becomes just too much, you know. And so with with guys and with myself, I know that when things get too much, I just block them out, right? And and so parenting is too much all the time, you know. And that's for me, that's a fact. <laughs> it's like it's just it's so overwhelming, and and you know you're constantly being pulled under the water. But at the same time, you know, there's so many reasons to come back up. And I think that's the journey of it is owning the fact that it's hard, owning the fact that it, it's um, uh, humbling. And, and for a lot of us who have grown up in sort of a macho culture and who's, you know, who've been fed the story that our, our primary role in life should be to make money and spend money, um, that just falls by the wayside, you know, and, and that's why I think you see quite a lot of people whose families are, are deteriorating because the, the, the fathers aren't willing to hold the role. And, and it's not so much that they're not willing, it's it, just that they don't, they don't have the, the, the reference for it. Hold, hold that emotional like tidal wave of of supporting other beings you know mm -hmm. i don't know if that's a sufficient answer but it's your answer and and uh and no i i appreciate that i think that's there's um i mean there's there's a couple of things that i took away from from that in particular and that's you know that that constant feeling of like drowning that it's not constant like you know every second of the day because there is moments when you are able to stop for a second and appreciate for what's around you and you know oh, especially yeah. especially those um you know those oh, I'm, I'm in it now that i've got a seven and eight year old boy um boys and <clears throat> it's um yeah it's it's a transition time for them but it's also for us as well as parents you know which we're, we're trying to understand how to support them but it's it's really hard for us to do it as well and so you know there's a whole thing there's a whole range of things that you know we know we can do like we can take time for ourselves we can we can go out and and you know keep the kids busy and burn their energy and you know do all those kinds of things to help um but at the end of the day, there's, there's, there's a ton of stuff that's still a massive struggle. And I know every parent can relate, you know, unless, um, you know, unless they've had a, a nanny that's been able to look after the kids and do all that sort of stuff for them for their whole life. And then they just rock up as a, as an adult, but still there's probably a ton of stuff that needs to be worked out then. But, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting place to be because, um, you know, we, we can sort of reflect on some of that role, you know, when you talk about the role of a dad, but it's, it's, there's also elements of what has the previous roles of those male figures in, in this dad's life previously had an impact that he doesn't want to recreate, you know, is scared to be yeah. that role of a dad because um, doesn't want to be recreating what he has seen previously. So there's a there's there's a bunch of stuff uh, I suppose that that comes from that too. So you know if 
if we're fearing stepping into ourselves as a as a role of a dad, but also there's there's got to be an element of that and that we 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 haven't tapped into who we are as a as a as an individual as well. Um, so, yeah, go on. That's a great segue, I think. Yeah, into mm. into kind of for me, what is at the the, the core of of my purpose really and what i what i consider my work uh is is really helping individuals men or women you know parents or not parents to to cultivate self-awareness around that to tap into what i call your your true nature which doesn't necessarily mean like i said before you know changing the way you dress or or, or chanting mantras everywhere you go but it, it sometimes those those outer things do facilitate, you know, if you're doing them in a sincere way, do facilitate a, a, a genuine knowing of oneself. And, and, and sometimes we have to go on the journey to the extreme of um, going right down the rabbit hole and, and, you know, joining all the workshops, all the retreats and to learn, Oh, okay, this is great, but actually I'm more, you know, I'm, I'm not this, I'm more of this or whatever that is, you know, and for me, I really, I focus on working with people who are just, I'd call them regular people, you know, like I don't, I don't want to work, no offense with, you know, the traditional Byron Bay scene, you know, I'm, I'm more interested in working with the miners, with the, the people who, you know, are, are running their own businesses, who are struggling to, to stay on top of um, mental stress, emotional stress, um, because they're juggling family and work and uh, all of this. And, and oftentimes my clients are ones who are sort of at a crossroads in life, you know, maybe the, their kids have grown up and left home and they're trying to figure out what they want to do with themselves. Maybe they're, you know, a lot of folks are, because I used to live up in Mackay, a lot of my clients were um, coming out of the mining culture and realizing that that wasn't for them and they wanted to figure out what, you know, what they do want in life, what they do, uh, what is their truth, you know. And to go back to where, where we started just a moment ago, I, I think that why I enjoy working with people who are at that point of, okay, I'm ready to look, I'm ready to look within, I'm ready to kind of unpack some of those um, uh, traits or qualities or beliefs that I've inherited from God knows where and, and start to kind of find my own path. And whatever that might look like, um, it, at the end, I have personally found that it, it takes it takes some of uh, um, our time and energy to look within and the best tools for that often are utilizing the, the yogic or the, the, the meditation techniques um, for quieting the mind because ultimately that's yoga is a science for quieting the mind you know it's it's not a religion although it has been incorporated into some religions it's not a religion it's 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 like a, a very practical set of um, techniques that for thousands of years humans have been using to quiet the restlessness of the mind which is what if you boil it down that's why we struggle to you know embrace our roles uh, as father that's why we you know push things away and we and sometimes you know turn to unhealthy habits um to because we're afraid to look at all of the noise we're afraid to actually address all of that um 
you know, turmoil within. But, but it's beautiful because so many people are, are actually, once they feel support, once they, once they feel that motivation to do so, it's actually not that hard. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy, schmancy, spiritual learning, but the right things come to you. And in my job, I see it is as to provide people with what resonates with them. You know, I don't believe in a cookie cutter approach. I kind of speak to each person one-on-one and say, okay, cool. Look, this is something that I think I've come across that I think might be relevant to you. See how you go with it, you know, whether it's a book or a practice. And, um, and I really enjoy that kind of like just filtering for them through all the bullshit that's out there and say, look, this is a direct transmission. This is a book that was written thousands of years ago, not something that's just come out as this newfangled technique. Let's try, let's try working with this for a little bit. See what you see, what this opens up for you, what doors this opens up for you. And it's been, it's been a really um, beautiful opportunity to hold space for people in that way. Uh, Especially in that, in that culture that is so, um, closed off to these things and and i have worked with a lot of men and um and and man that that's my favorite thing to do is to support fathers and and yeah 99 of them are fathers um support fathers to really be the best versions of themselves uh and and to take time for themselves in a way that isn't um you know that isn't filled with distractions i'd say that's a tough gig because <laughs> we are we are constantly distracted by by so many things like it's just it's it is and is when you talk about um you know what you mentioned as far as true nature and and it's it's it, we are we are constantly distracted by um the social media the emails the you know the family the kids the you know the neighbors like there's always something happening and i think for guys it's always easier to especially guys who are uh who haven't sort of gone in and explored a a space of learning about themselves and and finding opportunities or things that work for them to quieten the mind and just um be within uh and create that space i suppose between the distractions extend that space because um you know some of it i suppose is about maybe again goes back to potentially that fear of not wanting to explore some of those things that are potentially underneath the surface but also um not knowing how so not knowing how to to build self-awareness like how do you do i just google that you know like how do i how do i explore that part of myself and i think you know um when you mentioned um and and a question will, will sort of come from this i think but um right now it's just reminding me of like you know when we talk about there's so much out there there's there's so many distractions but there's also so many different rabbit holes that we can go down as far as personal development goes and there's this that can be extremely overwhelming i've been through that phase as well over the years where it's just you know one minute oh, oh that looks really cool and shiny and i'll go down there and and then there's another thing that comes up and oh and that's sort of almost mm-hmm. conflicting the last thing so it's really it can be quite confusing but you know i think one of the things that just just popped into my mind was that you know the ice cream shop and you know like most guys will be happy to go in there and just just try every type of flavor you know just try just try it once and and that's that's an easy thing to do 
And I think at some stage throughout that journey, you're going to find the flavor that is just the bomb. That's the one that you're going to have every time. Every time you go mm-hmm. in there from now on, you just go, I'm going to go in. It's just going to be the peanut butter and chocolate chip. That's all I'm getting. And and kind of, I suppose, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, you know, as far as like, um, you know, that inner wellness, discovering yourself, personal development, that whole sort of big space that it is, um, mm. you know, how do you, how do you recommend to someone that comes to you and say, you know, I'm just starting out on this journey. Like what is, how can, how can what you do supports me? How can what you do supports me in, in be, being better myself and, and, uh, and, you know, and I suppose move forward on a journey that I don't even know really where I'm, where I'm going yet. Mm. <laughs> I'm a relationships guy and I tend to believe in the the power of um, that sort of non-verbal exchange that occurs between individuals. And, and so what I mean by this, I don't know if you're familiar with the sort of, or the listeners would be familiar with the law of attraction, but I generally trust that, you know, the universe gives us exactly what we need. Yeah, and puts us in front of the people that we need to learn from, whether they turn out to be our guru or somebody that we decide is a total bullshitter in three months. We needed to go through that experience and for our own growth and development. So when somebody comes to me, it's like... I always say, look, I don't want to sell you anything, even though I charge, you know, for my services, I'm not here to sell you anything. If you know this is right, then then I want you to trust that. But if you if you're questioning it, then let's see, let's explore what else is out there. Because I'm I'm really um, genuinely interested in building relationships with people. And I think it's through that exchange that we, we can get from learning from one another where where I put myself in the position of, look, we're on this journey together. I might be one or two steps ahead of you, but I don't have all the answers. And here's, here's what I've learned that based on what you've told me about your life, you know, I, I think this, this is going to work or, or help you in some way. So when I, when I go to the ice cream shop, I want to get to know the person serving the ice cream and mm-hmm. then decide whether I, them and then if i try if i feel i can trust them you know i don't, I don't ask them a million questions but i just kind of like feel into it and I'm like well what's your favorite flavor you know i want it what do you got because i i don't do well with a million decisions mm-hmm. to make and so i i generally seriously i will ask for what, what's your favorite thing on the menu and if it if it kind of aligns to what i'm looking for then yeah cool i'll give it a go but if it if it if i if it's like you know mint I hate mint ice cream. If it's like mint, then I'll be like, oh, actually, I'll just go with my old usual, you know, whatever. So I kind of, using that as an analogy to really encourage people to not just fall into the shiny bubble syndrome, which is so easy to do with so, with social media, you know, because advertisements are everywhere. And, and I think to really feel into one thing at a time, um, there's a great metaphor that, that uh, comes from one of my yogic um, uh, teachers. And it says, you know, if you're digging for water, 
if you're digging a well for water, do you go out and, and dig a thousand holes or you, do you dig one hole really deep? So if you really want to get to the water, you, you keep going in that one hole. You don't start half-ass digging one hole over there, one hole over there. You follow that through until you really get what you were looking for. Mm. And maybe that water tastes putrid and you decide, ah, oh, I'm going to go look for another well. And that's okay. You know, it's not like, one way is, you know, I, I stay away from anything that says this is the only way. This mm. is the, the only technique you'll ever need. This is the only, you know, um, mantra you'll ever you'll ever need to um, recite. It's for me. It's about taking that sort of Epicurean view, but giving a, a, a dedication uh, its place in, in terms of sticking with one thing for a little while. And that's why I generally encourage people to, to try something out for about 90 day period. And then, and then if that doesn't work, move on to the next thing. Yeah, awesome. That's um, I think that's uh, that's a really good way to explain the the process of just you know go all in with something. Like just if you if you're new to this space, if you if you're not really sure what flavor ice cream you want to try, just I think that's a really that's a really good part too. Actually, actually is having a conversation with the with the um, you know the the person working in the shop, um, but also just to you know to not to not just touch the surface of something right because it's very easy for us yeah. to just to scroll past instead of stopping and and getting involved in the in the process or the video or whatever it is you know find something that you you resonate with it feels feels good um there's a lot to be said about that intuition and just following that and i don't think a lot of us do enough um so follow that and then and then just just continue the journey for a bit and see you know once once you get to that point like the that, that well you start tasting that water you go yes it's for me or no it's not um but at least yeah. along that journey too to get to that point there is a ton of stuff that that would would come from that positive things that would come from that too like you can't just you, you don't just do all this stuff uh, you know across say like you know 89 days of, of the 90 days that you you know you're suggesting and nothing happens across that journey like there's stuff that's going to be really positive that goes through that journey as well like a lot of learnings that would mm. come from from that kind of a journey and then on the 90th day you're like no nah, oh, you know i've done it you know, especially that commitment, you know, you've said, all right, I'm going to do it. Yes. I'm going to do it. And that's for a lot of guys, that's probably a really hard thing. I know for myself, that's that's something that I've struggled with over the years is, is you know, following through to the the final day of of something that i've committed to mm. and and that has a Same massive man. flow on effect to you know my kids are at age now where they're starting to see well you said you're going to do it but you didn't do it and it's like mm -hmm. oh no mm -hmm. and you know and my wife's yeah. the same she's seen me do things over the year or over the years say i'm going to do something but haven't fu fully followed through with it um yeah. you know and that's that's as as someone who's gone through a fair bit of personal development a lot to do always a student but it's that that hits home with me now. It's like other people are mm. seeing me not fully commit. And and how does that make you feel as a man? Mm. Well, I think it. I mean, uh, I think just I probably put it as for anybody. Like it's it's you know male or female. I suppose there's probably an element of um, it doesn't sit well with me. Like it. it yeah, I feel that that tension in internally that it's it's not right. Like I've, you know, it's like 
for me now with my my boys being you know seven and eight years of age it's it's really important that you know i do as much as i can to to be the best version of myself so they see it as well you know they're they're yeah. as much as i you know sometimes i was like i wish they didn't see that sort of part of me like they have and even when i don't think they're watching me they're watching and they're listening and they're taking it in and like mm-hmm. you distracted they're, they're watching tv or they're reading a book or something uh, they're still paying attention so yeah, yeah. it does it does yeah. it does you know twist me up inside sometimes if i uh, and over the past if i reflect on that for sure yeah and i'm and i'm very much the same man and and i you know i have found that accountability is really the only thing that works for me and and even that is not always 100 <laughs> percent effective but i i feel that we you know when like i said before i'm a relationships guy and if we have um somebody in our corner that we know is a real person that they're not just on the screen you know that we've met them and we've built a little bit of rapport with then there's that that element of trust and support that's there and i feel that is really what allows us to transform as individuals that's what really allows us to do our own inner work not that let's say not that my clients are are looking to me for answers or anything it's just that by by having somebody in our lives that is seeing us at that is allowing us to be somewhat vulnerable in in our inner world then it gives us the space to kind of you know work around a little bit look around and and pull out some of the old shit that we don't need anymore and and start to get a little bit more clear on it but until we have if if we don't have that space it's really hard to do it and that's why you know i i going back to your question i feel like i, I didn't answer it you know effectively about what what would i suggest to people you know i think if you can find a, a local men's group or a local um, yoga class to something that yes it's going to make you step a little bit out of your comfort zone at first but that there's real people there and then once you're there you can decide whether it's for you or not you know it's but if I, I reckon that just by going there, you're going to get some clarity on some something about your inner world, let's call it, that that may really help point you in the direction of what's next. Maybe it's, yeah, I'm going to, like last night, I had a guy come to my yoga class and he's like, nobody knows I'm here. I would never, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, uh, I've been in a really rough place. I've basically been a drunk for the last six years. I'm a widower of five years and, or no, it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, I've been a drunk for five years. I've been a widower for six years. And um, I'm just, I saw your ad and I, I just thought I needed to come. I said, great, man, let's see how you In In the final relaxation, this, this fella, so an after an hour long class, you generally have five to 10 minutes of lying flat, just in stillness. Um, not so much meditation, but more, I call it integration, where you're just allowing yourself to be still, you're realizing you're kind of taking some time to be with the way that we've, we've created shifts energetically in the body through the yoga breathing and, and movement. And this fellow found himself fully sobbing 
really letting emotions out and he came in and, and chatted to me after class he said i don't know what happened but i feel so different just after that one class I, I who told you i was coming who told who knew you know he's like it felt like that was just that whole class was for me you know and and i thought yeah it was you know it really was and um and that's and from there and he's like i'm going to be back next week i'm you you are you, i don't know what you did to me but i'm going to be back next week and i and i hear that all the time like people who who just feel they can trust me and then they they try it out and then it, it works for them is it going to work for everybody absolutely not you know but like i said before the law of attraction trust your gut on okay i saw that ad two or three times i'm going to go check out that class or um you know my mate told me about this men's group that he's been going to i'll give it a go this week and by putting yourself in that position where you're kind of leaning into the unknown a little bit it opens you up just to move some things to break the pattern of whatever you're stuck in and some of us might not even realize we're stuck in something until we you know rock up to one of these you know i call them a pattern interrupt you know it, mm. it's an event that interrupts the pattern of just going to work coming home making dinner doing the chores taking the kids off to whatever and and this is just something that's a little bit out of the ordinary and you might only do it once a month you might do it every week you might make it a, a daily thing if you find a group of of men that you know you want to hang out with every day and you meet up to do a run or do an ice bath or something like that but those relationships really I feel are, are what makes the difference more so than whatever it is you're doing, whether it's the yoga or the breathing. It's, it's the fact that you're there with real people connecting over something that's not usual, you know, mm. <laughs> not drinking, not um, cooking. That's not just gossiping. It's where our energy is focused in on something deeper than that. And that's where I feel people really see the, the biggest amount of impact in their lives. Mm. Yeah. Incredible. I think that's, um, that pattern interrupt is a really good, a, a really good phrase to use. I think, you know, and we talked about distractions, you know, there's disrupt that distraction, like stop that mm -hmm. point of, of being distracted by, having over time the ability to create the space between you know wanting to go to that distraction and um the other thing you mentioned there was was about was essentially about trust and and building that trust and and finding that uh, finding that place that that you trust and you know like um like old mate that that rocked up uh, last night you know that's he probably doesn't even realize that level of um intuition that that come from that and that 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 you built through the practice and the people obviously the other people in the room have been there have felt that trust and he's 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 now in that environment of a community yeah. that he now feels uh, that he can contribute towards by coming back again another time and that's 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 deeper within himself he wouldn't have realized that that's a an actual um thing and and over time yeah. he'll probably develop that level of awareness but right now he's tasting the ice cream he's going to give it he's he's going to give yeah. it some you know some time to to, to really settle in and it's that's it's yeah. right place right time you know all that sort of stuff that that is really important to follow and i think um if we can remove those distractions and 
and and not mm-hmm. scroll past something that you feel is is really important to watch on your f- Facebook feed or whatever it is. Stop and watch because it could be that ad or it could be something that triggers your mind to or your heart to to follow along at this path uh, now because it's 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 possibly really important for you. Um, I think yeah, um, and and just on that, Liam, yep. if I may, mm-hmm. I just want to emphasize that. Um, Yes, there is a lot of really incredibly useful, helpful um, networks out there online and, you know, coaching videos and inspirational talks that one can listen to. But I, I, I firmly believe that the best thing that we can do is, is to take um, that initiative to go connect in real time, face to face with people if that's possible, you know, I know a lot of people have really busy lives may not live in an area where those things are popping up all the time. But if they are, I, I urge you to, to if, if, you know, if you feel even the slightest bit intrigued or interested to go in and meet real people doing it, because it, there is something about that energy exchange like you just really well described about last night it was the fact that 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 whole room was filled with people who were creating a safe space for this guy to drop in a little bit deeper were they looking at you know were they doing eye gazing or were they saying hey mate you can let it all go no it was just it was unspoken because there was a group of people who were there in non-judgment you know and that's that's something that i think a lot of people fear is i don't want to go put myself out there because they're going to all think i'm this or whatever they're going to judge me and that's not the case you know in these if if you trust your intuition on it and and you follow that and you find yourself in a room where it feels a bit uncomfortable it it might actually allow you to to uncover some things within yourself that you really need to you know Mm mm-hmm 100%. 100%. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, I think is is really important, and you mentioned you know, a few of the people that you, you really like to, to work with and those are really um, high demanding sort of roles that these people play, you know, the mining sector, FIFO, um, parents obviously, and, and business owners are a, a bit of a spread of, of who, um, who you're sort of, um, I suppose, your, your main sort of demographic that um, you find passion in, in being able to support because that's a big that's a big shift you know for a lot of people to move from constant constantly on to uh, to being able to have that space and so you know for, for there's a lot of our guys inside the community uh, the dads only yarn barn that um, that are FIFO that are you know current next serving military that have done deployments that are on deployments that are you know police teachers the whole the whole works um, you know so as I've talked about this uh, a number of times as well is that, you know, the, the really some really solid ways that we can help ourselves is by having tools. Uh, and I think this really helps with, with men as well is having tools that you can use. You mentioned um, practical tools and practical strategies, but also things that can be done in real time. So for yeah. for the guys that are listening now, like if you were to, if you were to sort of pop out one thing of um, one sort of nugget of wisdom or one tool or strategy that you could suggest, and we've covered a, we've covered a range of different things here today, but you know if there's one thing that you could suggest to these guys that are listening or girls that are listening, um, what is 
what is something that they could do like today, this afternoon as they're listening to this or some stage during the week yeah. to um, that is practical, that they can do in real time without, you know, spending three hours on the lawn under a tree doing a transformational breathwork journey or something, you know, like there's a whole range of different things that we can do that are really powerful that take a lot of time. Yeah. But when we're talking about yeah. sitting yeah. in the car between, you know, leaving work and going to home or you know, going before going into the office or before jumping on a plane or whatever it is, what is something that you would suggest to these to these guys that they could they could try now? Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, I, I must say that you did a, a really beautiful um, Facebook Live. I think it was last week. Um, was I can't remember the exact term that you called the, the physiological thigh. Mm. Is that right? Yep. Is that what you- that's yeah. it. Yep. That that's that's great practice, and I think that is really um, perhaps the, what I would suggest in, in terms of a breathing technique that that immediately changes the way that your nervous system is operating. Um, a, a big deep inhale, and then it's and followed up with a, a quick sharp inhale. So f- filling up your lungs completely, and then taking another quick inhale, and then audibly sighing. <sighs> And relaxing your body as you do that. And like you said so well, man, I, I encourage everybody to go to Liam's page and, and listen to that and watch that. It, um, it is a beautiful practice um, that does have an immediate effect and science has proven. And I love that you mentioned that. Um, apart from that, man, I would say just, I mean, I, I hear you're asking for something in your car, but if you have the opportunity just to go and, you know, I know you kind of, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're saying not to go sit out under a tree. Or not, not to, but... just like, yeah, that would, yeah. That, that's a, that would be ideal. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you can take five minutes just to turn your attention to nature, to look at the clouds, do the stuff that you used to do when you were five years old, seven years old, and become absolutely fascinated with a blade of grass. You know, imagine that you have just taken all the drugs in the world and you were so blown away by the way that nature works whether you're staring at bark touching it smelling it that is going to shift you out of the the ego oriented thoughts that are telling you that there's so much to do i've got to do this my life is fucked. i'm so depressed i've got you know nobody loves me whatever those thoughts are that are running through your head will slowly start to fade away if you can just take five minutes to i'm looking out the window as we speak looking at the grass and the way that the sun is just you know coming through the leaves and there's interesting patterns of shadows the way that the wind is is you know kissing the the leaves of the trees and how individual leaves move differently like yeah it's it's a bit romantic it's a bit poetic but that's cool you know it's actually really good for you to do that and it changes the again a pattern interrupt it changes our for men we're super analytical most of the time we're overthinking everything and if this if we can just put ourselves in the like i i say to people imagine that you were that blade of grass imagine that you wore that leaf because my understanding i come from my, my background is in um uh, environmental studies and ecology and as i was studying that in uni i became really distressed by the fact that 
everything we were doing was objectifying nature. It was taking our experience out of the, I mean, our, our relationship out of the study and saying, well, this is just part of nature. We need to dissect it and label it. And I was like, hang on, no, we are nature. Every breath we take is, is absolute proof that we could not exist without anything, without everything around us. Nothing in nature exists in isolation. So our mind tries to create an isolation chamber, and that's where we are lost, where we feel overwhelmed because it's just we, we, we don't have the, the sense of connection, the sense of belonging that our ancestors had because they were just inherently connected to to nature through the way that they lived not necessarily even from a spiritual point of view but just because they everything that they did was a reminder a tangible reminder that we are part of this living system so for us humans living in the modern world that's where most of our um our problems let's say come from is the fact that we are you know fully disconnected from the world around us and trying to make everything work through our heads. But when we drop into the body, drop into the breath, drop into an awareness, a sensory awareness of the world around us, then that stuff starts to become less and less important. And we feel at ease. We feel that what, what is true peace and contentment. You know, I think the, the there's a really important distinction between being happy, which which is what we chase by spending money on land cruisers and big houses, is you know thinking that the next thing is going to make us happy, and actually just being content, being um, really appreciative of of what is here. You know, not even coming from the place of what do I have or what I don't have, but what is here? What is this life? And how can I just enjoy? How can I just be with what is? And it just takes, uh, you know, like you said, five minutes sitting in the car, feeling your breath to, to drop into that appreciation state mm. or looking at looking at the sun, looking at the clouds and looking at the, the moon at night. Oftentimes, that's the only time I have as a father. After the kids have gone to bed, after my wife has fallen asleep, I'm out there at 12 a.m. looking at the moon, even just for five, ten minutes. And that is enough to recharge me to say, okay, I'm still here. Life is life is amazing. I'm going to go to sleep, even even with a head full of worries. You know, it's 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 just it's just kind of bringing me back, grounding. You know, mm. I think um, that's a that's a beautiful way to to close out our our chat here. I think there's there's a I mean, what we've talked about today is, is a lot about removing those distractions, finding some clarity, um, you know, committing to to some sort of action towards a better self. And then, you know, like you just mentioned there is is just stopping, taking some time, yeah. a few minutes just yeah. to reconnect, ground ourselves with, with what is just a, a constant around us that we don't necessarily see and, and pay attention to and admire. And that is just the the 
nature of life, the cycle of life, that everything that is happening, you know, the moon goes up, the moon goes up and goes down, the sun goes up and goes down. It's just a natural part of life. Oftentimes, we overanalyze even that element of it. It's but it's just yeah. stepping outside and just seeing and feeling and touching and and smelling all the stuff that is 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 constantly around us. And through that, and I don't even know if this was necessarily a part of the you know uh, yeah part of the tool that you sort of or strategy that you suggested was you know it was just yeah just just that time just spend some time focusing on those little things like that blade of grass like you suggested you know is just be out there be in nature be able to support um or support the the space of clarity that comes from realizing that we are just a small speck of this whole journey of the Mm -hmm. the life um of the earth but and everything around us um but we have so much power in that and we have so much ability within us to be able to create it the best way that we want to that is going to um that is going to bring us the most joy um and and like you said contentment as well i think that was that's that's a really really cool way to to close out you go for it yeah i just want to say that that it you know since we are fathers here and and we're talking about owning our role as fathers this is something that you can absolutely do with your young kids mm. i mean teenagers are, are less likely to join you in in staring at a, a blade of grass but actually there's a bluey episode funny enough there's a bluey episode where bandit goes out and he's so utterly fascinated by a leaf and the way that it looks when he holds it up to the sun and I just I love that they brought that in because that is such you know Bluey has some great, great ideas oh, yeah. for how to engage um, with our children and still be true to ourselves and, um, and and so this exercise that I'm suggesting of going out and and staring at at a blade of grass for five minutes. Um, would be absolutely enhanced if you if you invited your young one to join you in that because they're going to see shit that you don't mm. and they're going to help you drop into that and and stay curious you know that's the biggest thing is how can we stay curious about the world around us uh, stay curious about what's happening within us before we jump to conclusions before we start categorizing and putting things in boxes huh i wonder why i'm feeling sad right mm. now i wonder why i'm feeling overwhelmed i wonder what it's like to be a blade of grass I wonder what it's like to be a three-year-old again. That frame of mind is really going to open us up um, more more than the thoughts of "I need to do meditation," "I need to go do, do my breath work." You know, all of those the should dos mm. are, are are not helpful. So, stay curious, spend time with your kids, roll around in the mud, and um, and smile. You know, perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Agreed. And um, yeah, I mean, just a quick sidetrack to Bluey, like tons of uh, tons of content on there around understanding our emotions and having those conversations as well. So whoever's the the author or writing Bluey stuff is is clearly tapping into some really good stuff there. Um, hey, Chris, appreciate you you spending some time uh, with us in the armbar. Just quickly before we go, how can guys find out more about what you do and and get in touch with you if they if they've really resonated with your with your message? Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, um, I, I do have a website. It's true-nature.co, um, but I'm not very active on there. It's just kind of a placeholder. Really, the best way to find me is on Facebook, um, True Nature Retreats. 
is my Facebook page or just send me a friend request at Christopher David. I'm in the, um, the ADN group there, um, Australian Dads Network. So I, I really, um, I think that's probably a good place to connect. Um, but yeah, happy to, happy to, you know, to have a chat anytime with anybody out there. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Liam.